Anybody that has been a part of a blended family for more than five minutes knows that it is tough and it absolutely requires thick skin. And that's not something that we just stumble upon. It is earned. These days, I wear it like a badge of honor, but I could not say the same thing even a couple years ago. If you want to be the man or woman of character that you envision, and if you want to successfully blend your family, thick skin ends up being the difference between bending and breaking. Welcome to Blended. I am your host, Jeremiah Wallace, and my goal is to see blended families thriving. If you are navigating this experience, then you're in the right place. This podcast is purposed to provide support, information, and the encouragement that we need to fulfill our family's potential. What is happening, Blenders? I hope you guys are doing great during this allergy season. It is currently May or the beginning of May as I'm recording this podcast, and the weather is fantastic. I feel like it's perfect right now. I live in San Diego and we've experienced more rain in this recent season than we have in quite some time. And I believe that summer is going to make up for it. I think it's going to be ridiculously hot. I will be adopting a couple more shades for sure. <laughs> no doubt. So just enjoying this weather right now, as well as this the sneezing, you know what I mean? The random coughing and just the pollen that's that's just permeating the air. So I hope you guys are enjoying the season as well. I'm loving what's happening with this podcast. It's reaching so many demographics, so many geographical locations. There are many uh, states in the U.S. as well as different continents that are being touched by these these words, these messages, and this resource. So it's a huge blessing to me. I hope that it's serving you personally as well as your family. Let's uh, let's get to the point of thriving, people. That is the goal. So today, gonna touch on a really good topic. This was something that was just put on my heart that I wanted to share, and um, it is how to develop thick skin. So when it comes to the blended family, it is no question. It is a, an unquestionable reality that we have to have thick skin. And that's because everyone grows up faster. Everyone that is within the dynamic of a blended family has to develop and grow up at a speed that is expedited for a ton of reasons. And this applies to the kids. And if uh, we're paying any attention and we have a heart for our children, whether they are one years old and they are up to 18 years old, um, these are individuals that have to grow up faster because they are experiencing circumstance that tends to be outside of their power, if not outright unwanted, to be honest. And I know that there are some older uh, kids, there are teenagers that maybe they've professed that the separation that did take place, a divorce or whatever, it's something that they wanted to happen. But Honestly, if we're thinking and considering their experience, it's likely they felt that way because they just didn't want the turmoil anymore. The friction, the arguing that may have been taking place and just the environment, the lack of security and safety 
they arrived at a point where they believed another situation would ultimately be better. So again, it's an unwanted circumstance as far as experiencing a separation and coming into a different dynamic. It's just not something that they necessarily asked for. And it requires them to grow up a lot faster than they would have if the family, the nuclear family remained intact. And that's not a guilt trip situation. It's just a reality that we have to acknowledge. And then there's also the parents that are involved. We have to mature in ways that, again, we wouldn't need to if things remained remained intact because we are facing circumstances, relational conflicts, potentially um, we're having to deal with things within the court system. And all of that just vaguely touches on what the average blended family experiences. And it requires us to develop some thicker skin. And for the average person, again, that doesn't necessarily experience some of the things that we do on a daily basis, on a regular basis, or the things that we have, or the things that we will face down the line. Sometimes I think... I am going to marry off some of these girls and I just I'm really already mentally preparing myself for what that can consist of because it's just not something it's an abnormal thing to it's becoming more normal, but it's just not by design that there are potentially two gentlemen walking this girl down the aisle. Can we as adults come to a consensus and kind of figure these things out and navigate them well so that we are both serving our girls, uh, the, the little ones in question that have grown up to this point, as well as being civil between one another? Yes, I believe we can arrive at that point, but it requires us to develop that thick skin that I'm talking about. And it's helpful for the average person that doesn't face these things, but it is absolutely essential. It is a requirement for us to have thicker skin when we are in the blended family and we face many of these scenarios and more. And just to nail this point in all the more as to why thick skin is required for us is because our challenges, our deepest, greatest challenges are likely coming from within our home. It is said that it takes about an average of seven and maybe even up to 10 years for a successful blend to transpire. And while that is not law or definitive, I think it's fairly accurate. It's taken us close to nine years or so, eight or nine years to get to a point where we've found a groove. And this is often due to the different circumstances and the scenarios that we find ourselves in. Again, I mentioned that my brother got out of prison about seven months ago that presented something different. Um, about a year or two prior to that, we were dealing with COVID stuff and it affected our co-parenting ability. And little did I know that was affecting my ability to serve my children in different ways. So there's just so many different dynamics, whether they are expected or random, that we have to face that cause us to have to adjust and readjust. 
So when it's suggested that it takes anywhere between seven to 10 years to officially blend, I think for the most part, what's being referred to is our ability to adapt, our ability to maintain our integrity as parents, as far as fulfilling our responsibilities, being consistent with our approach to how we're raising our children, how we're handling all the different things that we're having to face because the family unit tends to go as we go. And there is an adjustment period that takes place for all children involved. And that takes time. And you throw some hormones on that through the teenage years. It gets wild. (laughs) It does. But if we are able to be stable and committed within the marriage relationship, and then if we are able to lead, guide, and love our children well, even in the midst of the greatest challenges, pitfalls, and emotional explosions, then we can successfully blend our families. And again, thick skin is required in order to make this happen. Uh, we've, If you are a month into blending, you know that it is not for the faint of heart. By no means. I have truly realized that the challenges outside of my home in the world can pale in comparison to some of the things that I face in my home. And that used to tear me up because our home, our hope is for it to be a place of peace, a place where we can totally relax and check out and really just put our guards down. But many of us have found that that's not really the case And yes, we can arrive at a point where that is a reality, where we can let our guard down. But many of us, including myself, learn the hard way that this is not yet a luxury that we've been afforded and we have some work to do. So even in our space of comfort and security, we find ourselves battling and that is necessary for the time being and to continue to battle to maintain that mental and even spiritual fortitude we have to develop the concept and agree with the fact that thick skin is necessary and we are just in the process of establishing that and something that i find really important to point out is the fact that thick skin is a good thing and that's something that we want to develop but we don't want to get to a point where we are hardened and i want to get into the difference between the two the benefits of Thick skin consists of we develop some endurance as well as the ability to withstand hardship and hardship is going to happen. Hardship is going to happen whether in your home and that is going to be the source of it or maybe it's happening outside of your home by random situations or tragedy that transpires and therefore your home is directly affected by those things yet we are able to endure and withstand not perfectly because we're not called to do anything perfectly nor should that be our desire to be honest we just want to be faithful and effective we want to do things with integrity and we want to do things consistently and thick skin fortunately can afford us that then there is also the ability to experience discomfort as well as tension without crumbling. 
and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I used to be a much more agreeable person, just not a fan of tension, unnecessary conflict. I just wanted everyone to know my heart. I come from a good place. I'm not trying to step on any toes. So can we just come to a a place of consensus and peace? And that is just not, it's not a real thing. It's not a real thing in our homes, even in the nuclear family. They face things where peace is just something that is under threat. But you throw on top of that, the things happening outside of our home, just approaching things as the whole kumbaya, 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 is it? Yes, kumbaya. Um, It just doesn't. It doesn't work. It really doesn't. We end up getting hurt. We end up getting offended. We end up bitter if that is just our approach. And that's especially the case when we are facing really hard things, really extreme, intense conflict. And there is nothing like the blended family dynamic where somebody is expressing whether verbally, whether they are doing it through their body language, that they disdain you, that they don't like you, that they reject you, that they hate you. And some of you guys listening have experienced exactly that. That tension, if we are an agreeable person, if we're not able to withstand the discomfort and the tension and handle that, that baggage that somebody else is throwing on top of us, man, it will completely crush us. That is a weight that we cannot carry um, without the benefit of thick skin. So the ability to face that tension head on, look it in the eyes, is an extreme benefit of thick skin. And then there is also foresight. Uh, Strange but super awesome benefit of thick skin is diligence. It's our ability to perceive not just what is happening now, but the things that are to come. As I mentioned earlier, I'm already thinking about when I give the hand of one of my girls over to another dude who's just going to have to go through a rigorous process of approval before any of that happens. But I'm also thinking through what the exchange may potentially consist of with the other biological father. And that's me exercising foresight. And the reason why I need to do that is because I I've found myself in situations that I did not mentally prepare for. And they were just overwhelming too much. I reacted in a way that was inconsistent with who I want to be, how I want to parent, then my character, and therefore just building the ability to perceive things and to foresee things so that I can prepare adequately, again, mentally, spiritually, even physically, whatever that consists of, um, has been an extreme benefit. And fortunately, I can celebrate the fact that I've gone beyond the stage where I'm kind of cynical or I am frustrated with the things to come or potentials that haven't yet transpired because that used to be the case. I used to be like, oh man, I have to deal with this. And there are still moments where it's just like, yo, I would prefer not to, but that's just part of my reality. But again, I've, I've come to a point where I am not meditating on these things and just frustrated with my future. It's more so like, hey, 
This is something that I have to deal with and so be it. I'm going to prepare myself now, create these mental pathways that allow for me to mature, develop, to expedite whatever process that I need to go through so that when I arrive at that point, I can face it with with peace, with courage and with character, which is so much better than the reactionary alternative that many of us are familiar with. And I've had <laughs> I have had a number of of reactions and things that I am not too fond of, but I've used them as learning experiences, what not to do. And then there is the, again, the avoiding becoming hardened. And there is such a fine line, guys, because when it comes to thicker skin, what are we uh, essentially suggesting? If you think about literally uh, developing a callus, for instance, a callus is developed after a certain level of beating that's transpired. If you're using your hands or something and they become hardened, they become rougher because of some of the, the type of work that you're doing, the things that you are handling. And as a result, your hands get tougher. You are more likely to handle those things without experiencing injury. So while you still have the flexibility and the dexterity of your your fingers, you can still move those around. Your hands are tough enough to kind of handle some of the rougher things that serve as a threat against softer hands, skin that it does not have that callus or is not as thick. However, when it comes to hardening, that's when there is a lack of that dexterity. That is when your skin is not as pliable. It's more immovable. So you can imagine skin having a lot less stretch to it, being a lot drier. I'm sorry if this is <laughs> like offending someone. Um, anyone that has any degree of eczema, I, I, I apologize. I got a little bit myself, tiny bit. But the difference between the two as far as thick skin and being becoming hardened, the line is so fine. It is so the, the thicker skin that you want to develop, that means you're probably facing some really challenging things and therefore you are under a greater threat of becoming hardened. And what that consists of ultimately, kind of the, the final stage of becoming hardened is that our behaviors and our beliefs become unchanging and then we end up a bit on the lifeless side. So one more reference of literal skin, <laughs> but if you think about thick skin, it is still, again, it's pliable, it's strong, but there's still life in it. There's still blood flowing through it. But when you think about hardening, it's kind of dead skin. It's a little on the dark side. It is less movable and therefore it's just kind of permanently situated in that position. That is a visual difference between the two. And if we are unfortunate enough to arrive at that point of hardening, then not only are we compromised, but our family and what we have to offer those things are compromised. They're under threat and our family does not arrive at that point of thriving because there's just less life in our efforts, in our expectation because we've become stiff and therefore we have less to offer. And I'll list off some of the symptoms of becoming hardened. Um, one of them is relationships are rigid and conclusions are drawn. 
And what I mean by that is we have these perceptions or these beliefs that are almost impossible to change, whether when we consider relationships and we're thinking about our stepchild, for instance, and we conclude that this is an irritant, this is someone, this person hates me, and we stop considering what they may be experiencing personally through their development, what they experienced in the past and how that may be affecting them today and Essentially, we're just like, this is who this person is. And regardless of the evidence that contradicts our conclusion or our belief about them, I am going to constantly fall back on the fact that I believe this about them. That can apply to our spouse, that can apply to the ex, and even the ex. And if this is going to be hard to receive for some people, we may have an ex that has behaved in a way that is ridiculous over. A 10 plus year span, but it is not of benefit for ourselves specifically, as well as our children and how we want to do family for us to conclude that this is just a human being not worth breath. This is not a person that can do any good, anything productive, and they only serve as, again, they're another irritant or they're somebody that threatens purely threatens the relationship with my child. And I know that some parents are horrible and they've done some really negative and undeniably just gruesome things, whether um, in whatever capacity. But it's still important for us to not put our feet in the sand. We can take a stance that is protective. That is, as I mentioned, we are able to foresee and prepare for some of the negative consequences of their behavior so that we can be protected and serve our children well and and serve our family as we should. But to draw conclusions that can't be changed is a very dangerous thing, and it's a sign of being hardened. And then there is also another symptom, easily irritated. Uh, We're just, you know, it doesn't take much to for us to kind of whether shut down or explode. Those tend to be the two alternatives as to what being irritated consists of. And we just, we then don't want to be around whether certain people or we just want to escape. We want to hit the eject button out of our circumstances. And then there's also a lack of desire to engage and re-engage. And I mention engaging and re-engaging because it is one thing to be in it and then to see it through, whether we're having some reading time with the family, whether we're just uh, doing something like a, a family huddle or we are having a conversation with our spouse. We have some intimate time with our stepchild where, where we finally get on the same page. We get to express ourselves. We hear them out as well. Um, and then we move on from that moment. But re-engaging is something that is required shortly after that experience. So for instance, we have that conversation with our, our child and then we see a behavior that brought about that conversation like five minutes after we have it. Still, like <laughs> it's important for us to be able to have the same heart, for us to have the same approach, the same peace, and to have the same empathy that we had during that conversation to be like, hey, remember what we talked about? And then to kind of continue that opposed to having the, hey, I took this time 
to engage this situation. I expect it to be solved. And then again, five minutes later, we're facing it. But it's explosion time because this person didn't hold on to what we talked about. It wasn't made permanent in their mind and experience. So again, the ability to engage and re-engage is difficult because we have become hardened. And again, this can show up in a ton of different ways. I know one of my pet peeves is repeating myself, Um, but I, oh my gosh, sometimes I wish I had some type of counter um, that literally, so I can literally just, I know they exist, but I can click it and count how many times I say the same thing over and over in my home every single day. It's insane how the Lord is humbling me in this way because I am constantly repeating myself despite the pet peeve. And it's just really a matter of me engaging and re-engaging. And I don't do this perfectly. I really don't. Yesterday, for instance, I was repeating a ton and I got a little irritable. So I was raising my voice a little bit. So I wasn't re-engaging in the way that I, you know, exercised as much patience or empathy or whatever. I was just like, dude, come on, man. You know the rules, dude. This is ridiculous. This is insane. So I get it. I get it. But we want to recognize the fact that, again, engaging as well as re-engaging is important for our family. And if we find ourselves having the hardest time to do that, it's possible that you're, you've experienced some hardening. So I hope that paints a, a picture of the difference between the thick skin and the hardening, what we're aiming for versus what we want to avoid. But we ultimately, we want to be pliable. And there was another term that came to, to mind is being malleable. And this popped in my head like a little bit ago. And I was like, I know it pertains to this. Why do I know the word? I'm not sure, but I looked it up and I feel like the definition is perfect. And to be malleable is some type of metal or other material and its ability to be hammered or pressed permanently out of shape without breaking or cracking. So many of you are familiar with the term bending, but not breaking, but this is opposed to the bending. This is a hammering (laughs) to be, to have thick skin is to be malleable and it's to endure what feels like hammering, what feels like a beating and ultimately without breaking or cracking. And many of us have experienced the moments of cracking And there have been families that have broken as a result. The blending process was totally aborted and the family fell apart. And it was just like, I can't handle this anymore. And I don't know whether it's because it was a throwing in the towel, just quitting because it was too much or whether it was never really meant to be. And People arrived at a understanding that mistakes were made. This we, we shouldn't have gone this far. But I will tell you that people are more likely to arrive at that point if they aren't willing to engage the process that allows for them to develop thick skin. And we have to have this understanding. We have to have the mindset while we are in process. Because again, what does thick skin consist of? It it requires us to be malleable and that's getting hammered. So if we're not expecting a hammering, if we aren't expecting the resistance that we are likely to face, 
then that results in discouragement. We end up becoming weary of the things that matter the most. And then again, we arrive at a point of being hardened and we'll find ourselves at a point where we're getting nothing from our family and our loved ones, nor do we have anything to give them. So as I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, while thick skin serves as a luxury for the average person, it is a good tool to have. It is, on the other hand, for the blenders, it is a requirement. It is something that we need in order to do this the right way. So I'm going to spend a little bit more time talking about the things that we can do practically that we can kind of zone in on, focus on the things that have helped me personally to develop that thicker skin. And the first one is our favorite. It is hard conversations. And this is for the agreeable person, for the person that does not really desire conflict and just sitting in tension is a really difficult thing for you. Hey, guess what? This is your opportunity. Hard conversations are so important. It allows for us to confront issues. It helps us develop the ability to maintain composure even while addressing difficult things. And I have so much empathy for those of us that struggle with this very thing because there is even something that happens physiologically in our bodies where our heart rate is increased all of a sudden our breathing is changed sweating starts taking place depending on what it is that we're addressing hard conversations can be tough but they are necessary and these hard conversations are all the more difficult for those of us that didn't learn any conflict resolution if you grew up in an environment where people did not acknowledge the elephant in the room, open conversations didn't happen. People weren't pulled aside to have intimate conversations, regardless of how challenging they may have been. Then this is a muscle that you have not yet developed. And therefore, hard conversations feel like an uphill battle. They are unwanted and they make you nervous and you don't really know how to navigate them. Nonetheless, we need to have them. And maybe you can read some books. You can listen to some podcasts. Hopefully this one helps a little bit, but it's important for us to develop the ability because the more difficult conversations are more the most important. They allow for us to become more grounded and secure in our relationships, gain understanding, and then we can proceed forth in a mutual direction with some understanding. So that's the first one that we can do. Hard conversations. It's wonderful. And you'll survive. You like after you do enough of them, you learn, you realize that you will not die. <laughs> you don't die afterwards. <laughs> you survive. You continue on. And they are not all perfect. They are not. Sometimes they are a poop show. They can be. Nonetheless, do it. Do it and keep doing them. You will survive and you'll get better at them. And then there is the second thing that we need to do to develop thick skin, and that is learn yourself, specifically learning what you need and when you need it. And our needs are especially important because you are going to face challenges that will bring you back to your need. So if, for instance, you're in a desert and you're you're thirsty, you need water, ice cream, that would be great. That'd be fun. 
you know, it would be, it would be awesome to have like some sunscreen and whatnot. Those are, those are cool. Those are wants, you know, but when it comes to dire situations and challenges, it brings you back to your needs. So when you face a ton of challenges in the blended family and whatever this dynamic throws your way, the challenges of life and how those may intrude inside of your home, it brings you back to your needs and you'll need your needs fulfilled in order to see our commitments through. So for me, I can say a few things that I need. I need respect from my wife. That's a huge thing. I also need sex. It provides uh, some intimate connection, very necessary connection with the wife, as well as just some uh, some relief. Not my fault. Biology. Okay. I need to get out and move my body. That's something that I need as well. I don't need to do it every single day, but that is a need of mine. I also need prayer. Uh, Whenever I am inconsistent with that, I find myself uh, especially irritated. I am less pliable and therefore I can be an issue in my family and within myself ultimately. So I recognize, okay, what are my needs? Because those are what I can fall back on and I can build on the wants from there and I can fill in the gaps. But we have to understand who we are, know ourselves a bit more so that we know what our needs are. So it's, we can soon after facing a challenge and we're just like, there's a disruption in our spirit. And we're just like, dude, I don't really know what to do. We can call on a need to be fulfilled, recognize that there's a lapse there or something lacking. So we can satisfy that aspect of our experience and kind of get filled back up reestablish our foundation so that we have something to walk on. Um, But if we don't know our needs, then we're kind of guessing. We're more likely to be manipulated. We feel like we're being mishandled by other people, even our spouse, especially maybe the children. And that's just not good for our well-being as well as for our family. So recognizing needs are important. I got two more. So bear with me. So another thing is compassion. Compassion actually helps us to develop thick skin. And what compassion does is it puts us in the shoes of other people so that we can see from their perspective. And it produces a a patience so that we can be tactful and remain hopeful in all situations. So being tactful and hopeful, they feel like they contradict one another, but they are the perfect match. They are the perfect pair that balances us out. So if we can plan, um, and if we can foresee things, if we can prepare for things, kind of create those mental pathways so that we can assure success to the best of our ability um, and then remain hopeful, even when those things don't pan out as we desired, as we pictured, those things allow for us to just maintain our peace and we're not compromised in that area because when we when we lack peace we do things that are inconsistent with our character we're reactive but being tactful hopeful being compassionate seeing things from another perspective because if it's only from our eyes everyone's deficient everyone's not doing their part and it's all on us and that's just not a reality and the last thing humble yourself that is uh the most important thing in order to develop thicker skin, we have to humble ourselves. We don't always have the right answer 
things don't have to go our way. And our opinion, I've learned this especially as a man and husband surrounded by women, um, that my opinion, even if it's right, that's a, that's a thing that exists sometimes. Um, oftentimes, it's not as important as we think it is. So we might think we have the exact answer. This person needs to hear this. And legit, it could be the exact remedy that this person needs at this time. But they are not in a position to receive it. It is not something that serves them, um, despite our ability to kind of perceive the issue or um, know what the solution is. Our opinion's not as valuable as we think it is at all times. And everyone's well-being isn't entirely dependent on us. And that also takes humility. It takes humility to remove ourselves from certain situations and be like, I have no power in this moment. I have no power over this circumstance, over their well-being, their understanding of things. They're just going to have to go through their own process. I've given them, I've given them my perspective at some point. They have a sufficient amount of information. Now I'm just going to pray for this individual and I will be there to support them as they are in their process. And I think that in particular, the humility of stepping aside would serve so many parents. But I think I believe step parents in particular, it would serve you much to just say, hey, I only have so much power and I'm going to choose to be comfortable with that. I'm going to humble myself remove myself from the situation. Not entirely. I will be a source of support and love. I'm going to cheer you on, but I'm going to let you go through it. And, uh, and I will be here for you. It takes a ton of humility to do that. Uh, but those are the four things. Again, I'll say again, hard conversations, learn yourself specifically your needs, what you need when you need it. Compassion and humility. Those are things that will allow for us to develop thick skin Um, And not to the point of hardening. It takes great intention, but the benefit of it, guys, to be malleable, to be pliable. It sounds rough because it is, (laughs) but what it produces in us as far as our character on a personal level and then our ability to function within our families as examples and leaders, man, it is it's absolutely life changing. I'll say I experienced a. A tough conversation in particular. This wasn't didn't pertain to family. It was more so like business and whatnot. Um, had a conversation the other day that before years prior to this point, I would have been a nervous wreck. I would have been just so frustrated with myself, so discouraged and just full of, you know, how our imagination goes. And we kind of expect the worst case scenario and we just go through these things, just these thoughts, these um, mental gymnastics and whatnot. That would have been me um, years prior. It was me years prior, but I faced that difficult conversation with poise, character intact, didn't lose any sleep. And it was something that was handled like a boss. And you know why? It was because my family (laughs) has helped me expedite the process of my development and um, adopting some thicker skin. It is a good thing. It is a good thing, not just a luxury, but it is required considering my dynamic. But it's a blessing as well. Um, So I hope that you guys got something from it. Don't be afraid of the thick skin. Don't be afraid of it being hammer time on a regular basis. Know that if you stick with it and you are convinced of this process and you commit to it, you'll arrive at a point that will blow your mind as far as 
who you are, who you become, and how you're able to serve your people. All right, my friends, you are awesome. We'll talk soon. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you heard something throughout the episode that could make all the difference. Please take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of that blended goodness. Episodes are up and running on the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Until then, do not settle for anything less than what's possible.